Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Green Lantern number 48, cover date October 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Gil Kane, edited by Julius Schwartz, featuring Goldface's Grudge Fight Against Green Lantern, written by Gardner Fox, art by Gil Kane and Sid Green. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away... We go go. Once I believed that when love came to me, to me, it would come with rockets, bells, and Keith Kenyon escapes from prison and improves upon his golden aura of invulnerability. He takes the name Goldface, then issues a challenge to Green Lantern. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with birthday boy Dr. Husband to explain everything. There's a shabby old shop where every day I have to stop just to stare at First my watch, then my ring Well, I sold everything I sold them where I saw the neon sign Handed red cash for extra man Clothing new and old Objects of gold, bought and sold Happy birthday to you happy birthday to you please don't make us wait for the whole song happy birthday johann sebastian bach and dr husband happy birthday to (laughs) thank you you're welcome thank you what a day i've had Tell me all about it. Well, I had to drive one hour to my home office. Not right. my home, not the office that's in one my home. One hour each way. But the office that is the home of my business. Yes. One hour each way because I haven't, my government-issued computer has not been performing correctly. Right. And this is the fourth time I've had to drive up there in a week. I know. And they finally figured out the problem. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You were so frustrated. I sure was. So sorry. And then I stopped at the store on the way home, and then wouldn't you know it, I had to go right back out to the store tonight. I noticed that. You called upstairs. And you said, I have to go to the store, and you had just gone this afternoon. I know. Well, I didn't have enough meat. 
as you know, the traditional dish for Johann Sebastian Bach's birthday dinner is meatloaf. meatloaf. Yes. And I only had one pound of meat, and the recipe called for two pounds, and I had to go back to the store oh, and get it. No. Yes. Yes. That's the that's a nightmare. That's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, how's your life going? Today? Mm-hmm. Aces, Joni. Yeah, Aces. what's up? Well, it's my birthday, as mm-hmm. you know, and today I'm 52. Say, you share the same birthday as Johann Sebastian Bach. Yes, I do. I, As you know, Bach is my beloved favorite composer. I mean... Is he? Mm, I don't want to say favorite. I guess he's always my go-to composer. Mm, okay. You know, I mean, like, because he was so prodigious. Right. So, anyway, um, uh, we share the same birthday, and... um. I saw, you know, I had a great day at work. I got a lot done. I, um, uh, my, my assistant took me out to lunch today, and I had my favorite dish at our little local taqueria. I had mm-hmm. huevos rancheros, oh. and I talked to the owner, and I said, where can I get this salsa verde sauce? And mm-hmm. she said, I make it. I said, oh. And I said. Did you say, oh, like disappointed, like, oh. I said, like, oh, because I, I can't buy it. Right. right? And, um. I said, oh, so oh, I said, it's just the best. I love it so much, Maria. And wouldn't you know, she brought me a container of it to my table, a large container of it. And I came home this evening, and I like, I didn't have any chips because I didn't want to stop at the store because I had Butler in the car. If only I'd have known, I could have gotten chips I, when I went back to the store. I was so desperate to eat, I had triscuits. But anyway, so I took Butler to uh, this afternoon to his uh, to his annual wellness exam. Yes. He's right as rain. Everything's good. He's got a little bit of soreness in his right hip. He's he's favoring it a little bit. So we have to give him a joint supplement. Okay. Could have been because I took him for um, some exercise yesterday. Or it could be because he creeps around on the bed all night and then jumps off onto the floor. Look, it could be. It could be that. So anyway, um, I just had a great day. Good day at work. Uh, um, uh, Nice day. It's a beautiful, beautiful day outside. Tomorrow's going to be a little bit busy. I'll tell you what. Uh So I'm going to get up early in the morning and try to get some Fitness in in the morning because I health um, health health. Okay, look, I have I know listener, I know exactly who you are. You're gonna send me a text and make fun of me for 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 talking about exercise, but I will tell you that I have gotten to a part of my wardrobe in the closet where I can't ignore it anymore. I've got to take off a stone. Why don't you do what I do? Buy more clothes <laughs> or just wear sweatpants all day? Because, oh my god! Guess where I went this weekend. Oh, oh, I'm so... Jealous? Uh, you should yes, be. Yes, you know. Woodstock, New York. The very Woodstock. Yes, and you went to the... Is it Levon Helm Studio? Levon Helm Studio, the barn, where they have barn. concerts and saw uh, Glenn Hansard. Who is probably my favorite contemporary singer-songwriter and of all time. listener, you're going to say, why didn't I just send Dr. Husband? Well, it's complicated. and it Here's what happened, listener. We don't need the whole story. Just trust okay, me. I got that. sick. Okay, I was supposed to do a concert. Yep. I got sick. And uh, the sick part wasn't planned. No. But I was supposed to do a concert, so I couldn't go to the concert. Right. Uh, I mean, I was supposed to sing a recital. I couldn't go with you to the concert. Yes, correct. So he went with his sisters, had a wonderful time. But as it turned out, I got sick, had to cancel my concert. I could have gone after all. But we, well, we didn't have a ticket by that point, and it was super yeah. sold out. Oh, super sold out. Anyway. Glenn Hansard, uh, just in case you're wondering who the hell that is, he they wrote... They can Google him. I, we don't have time to talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have time to talk about that, but we can talk about everything else but that. Go ahead. He wrote once the, the movie, like he mm-hmm. wrote the music to that with Marketa Irglova, and um, they made a Broadway musical called Once the Musical, and you'll remember his song, Falling Slowly. 
So um, there you go. And last thing I want to say is that Dr. Hus Dr. Bob, rather, I was say my husband, Dr. Right, Bob, uh -huh. mm -hmm. surprised me for my birthday with yes. tickets to my absolute, I mean, like, I know I say favorite contemporary artist, but like someone else, who I, I, I teared up when I saw the tickets. Diana Krall in yes. August. I cannot believe I'm going to see Diana Krall. I cannot believe it. She's a jazz pianist with an Sh underbite. Shut your mouth. She is a gem. I love her arrangements, but oh that singing God. voice. It's just, she sings very low. Mm -hmm. But I love her. I don't care. Sorry. Don't Whatever. You marry her if you love her so, so you know who else I love? Who? Green Lantern. Green Lantern doesn't look so green on this cover. No, he looks like Gold Lantern. He looks yellow, and that's his super weakness is the color yellow. Mm -hmm. I know because I read it in Super Friends comics when Aquaman blocked his Green Lantern beam with his yellow hair. Can... Oh, for God's sake. Can you uh, defeat Green Lantern with a daisy? Uh, if it's yellow, sure. Uh, I, like, I mean, throw a daisy at him? Well, he could use his ring to grab the stem of the daisy, which okay. is not yellow. Okay. But if, say, the daisy expelled some yellow pollen, that would do him in. What if I threw a giant rubber ducky at him? Yes, that would certainly, if you put a rock inside it, oh. uh, deadly. To wow. Lantern. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, so you lead. Introducing Goldface, the 24 karat villain. This is actually not, well, this is the first costumed appearance of Goldface. Okay. But Keith Kenyon, his secret identity, appeared previously in Green Lantern comics. Uh, he was uh, a fellow who discovered that a strange property of gold that has been submerged in seawater for at least 100 years, uh, with that gold he can create an elixir which grants him invulnerability. Yes, it, it, it becomes aura something. We'll, yes. we'll get to it, but yes. So, shall we go to the splash page? Sure. Okay, so. But this is Green Lantern number 48, oh, by sorry. the way. Green Lantern. I'm trying to make up for all that babbling I did at the top of it. Sure, sure, podcast. sure. Uh, a Green Lantern uh, series. Yeah, but, you know, it's the second series of Green Lantern, not counting the, uh, cool. the Golden Age, Age Green Lantern. Yes. This is the Silver Age Green Lantern. Of course you knew that. That's why you're listening to the show. Right. A head of glittering gold. A gilded mask to hide his hate for humanity. This is Gold Face. The 24-karat villain who taunts Green Lantern into a fight that's fixed to turn his foe into a solid gold, gold lantern. lantern. Gold Face's grudge, grudge fight, fight against, against Green lantern. lantern. He's the man, the man with a golden face. face. He's not too... Nice. That almost rhymes. Yeah. It's the perfect setup, Goldface thinks. I've got Green Lantern so busy fighting my pawns, he's leaving himself wide open for his golden doom. I just thought of something. What? Goldface's secret identity is Keith Kenyon. Uh-huh. I believe that's the first alliterative name we've had in Green Lantern comics. Oh, really? We've got Hal Jordan, Carol Ferris, Tom Kalmaku. Uh, a star sapphire, I guess. That's Ferris's secret evil identity. Yeah, but yeah, we don't have a lot of alliteration in Green Lantern, unlike no. other other comics. Later on, we'll have Guy Gardner. Uh true. Yeah. that's yeah. very good. I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. Um, you know, I love Green Lantern. 
Why don't you marry him if you love him so much? Shut up. <laughs> if I knew better, I'd ask you if I could have all the Green Lantern comics access to them somehow. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you can get the DC Infinite app and get most of them. Cool, really? Yeah, sure. Oh, awesome. Great. Story by Gardner Fox, art by Gil Kane. We love Gil Kane, as we've said many times mm-hmm. on this program. I wonder why Goldface's henchmen are not dressed in gold, but rather red and blue. That's easy for Green Lantern to defeat. Yeah. The faint clicking of a bank vault tumbler is the only sound of the Coast City Mercantile Bank. Until... Hold it! I've got a gun trained on you two! Yes, it's Gold Faces henchmen. They are robbing the bank. And the police officer has uh, accosted them, or the night guard, or whoever he is. But off to one side, away from the revealing spotlight of the watchman, Gold Face? Yes. Gold Face says... This is working out as planned. Rob a bank in Coast City in such a way that Green Lantern's bound to become involved. Ah, so that's his plan. Lure Green Lantern out into the night. He's got this thing strapped to his back with a uh, hose attached, which sprays gold all over this bank guard. Gold dust, which turns solid and turns a bit to gold. It looks like a 1960s jetpack. Yes, and it's not colored gold, yeah. oddly enough, which means Green Lantern could just pluck it off his back anytime he wants. That's assuming, yeah, yeah, he could, he could. He does later on grab hold of it. So the Night Watchman is uh, covered in gold. He's a he's, statue. He says he's solid gold. Which well, is a, that's, then he's dead. Yeah, he would be dead. Like, does, does, does his... Uh, special weapon turn organic matter, all organic matter, into solid gold. I'm uh, under the impression that it's just some sort of fixative spray that goes on top of the... Like those guys that hang out in front of the... in, in L.A. in front of the Chinese theater? Yes. The Silverman and the Goldman? Mm-hmm. Standing they around move with the whistles in, in their mouths, they move in slow motion? Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> so, moments afterward, a solid gold watchman stands silent, motionless, as... Ha, 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 wait till GL gets a load of this sign. And the sign says, I offer you a trade, Green Lantern. This man's life in exchange for yours. If you agree, prepare to turn yourself over to Goldface. Uh, Earlier that evening on the outskirts of Coast City in a Ferris Aircraft Company hangar, Thomas Kalamaku, whom we will not refer to as Pie Face. We'll call him Thomas. Thomas. He's uh, reading the newspaper, and he sees that Keith Kenyon has escaped from jail in Hawaii, where Green Lantern had pulled him up. Yeah, he says, oh, yes, the power-mad man who thought he had perfected the golden elixir of invulnerability. Once again, Green Lantern recites his oath. And also has a flashback to the first time he met Keith Kenyon. I was thinking when I read this, I was thinking, I wonder if because he says this oath once a day, if, if, like sometimes it's like, he's just like, in brightest day and blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let all his worship evils might be where my power green lanterns light. You know? Like, uh, no, not our, not our boy. Does he always say it earnestly? Yeah, f- yeah, of course. Well, I guess with that ass you have to. <laughs> Look at the panel down below. I know. It's Gil Kane drawing great asses. Mm. Uh, We see that previously Green Lantern had created a gas of distilled aqua regia, which means royal water, which is a dissolving agent for gold. Aqua regia. Only with the aqua regia was the Green Gladiator able to overcome the arch criminal in the past. 
Now we're back in the present, and Green Lantern's on his way to Carol Ferris's house for a party. Yes. Then he's going to attend the world premiere of the new motion picture, The Magnificent Girl in the Flying Machine. And I'm sure all listeners know this, but just in case there's a listener who, like me, doesn't know all of the stories of everything... Of course, Green Lantern is, of course, as we know, Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, it's his real identity. Yes. And Carol Ferris is in love with Green Lantern. Yes. But not Hal Jordan. No, she's Hal Jordan's employer. Right. So and she can tol- give two twigs about him. Mm. The whole Superman, Clark Kent thing. Yes yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Shortly at the Ferris Mansion, Green Lantern, I can't thank you enough for coming to my pre-theater party. That's Carol Ferris. Since the real girl in the flying machine was my grandmother, I have a personal interest in helping publicize the movie, and I'd like to introduce you to Zuzu Lamar, who plays the leading role. Darling Green Lantern, sweetie, come here to me. You have always been my hero. That's a terrible Zsa Gabor impersonation. It's not bad, honestly. Oh, I I hate that queen. Oh, I hate that queen. Good, good, good. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. Uh, Of course, you will escort me to the theater. Yes, I insist. Imagine a superhero sitting beside me for an entire evening. I shall be in ecstasy. Uh, Zsa Gabor famously could not act, and so I don't know how she got starring in this movie about Carol Ferris's grandmother. Well, it's actually Lulu, uh, Zuzu Lamar, not Zsa Zsa Gabor, well, but I, I right, get it. I, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, she was in Green Acres, wasn't she? Not Zsa No, that was Ava. Ava was Ava, fine. Good Zsa was in The Queen of Outer Space and was She's not terrible. great. No. And was on Love Boat about 75,000 times. More than Charo, I think. More than Charo. Charo can act. Um, she can play flamenco guitar. I'm throwing you a bone. No, I'm look. I'm have no illusions about my idols. Okay, I know my very favorite women in the whole world. Uh, Annette Funicello mm-hmm. couldn't act or sing, and uh, Charo, she can sing okay. She can play the guitar. Terrific guitarist. Mm. She can't act. No. Um, now Green Lantern's kind of standoffish here with. Uh, Zuzu. Zuzu, until he realizes that he's going to make Carol Ferris jealous. Mm-hmm. And then he's all in. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tom has gone to the dentist. And oh, my God. <laughs> just like Laurie Partridge of the Partridge family, he gets radio in on his braces. Yes, everyone gets radio in on their braces, as a matter of fact. Yes. Their, fill- their fillings are gold. Fillings are gold. So all the gold in the city is picking up a broadcast from Goldface. Goldface, call in Green Lantern. That name means nothing to you until I reveal I am also Keith Kenyon, the foe you once captured. I'm offering you a golden opportunity to save a life, Green Lantern, for your own life. Great fish hooks, Tom says. I've got to tell Green Lantern about this. Of course, this is coming out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. So he races over to Carol's house and <laughs> opens his big maw <laughs> so the Green Lantern can hear. If you would save the life of a watchman you'll find in the Coast City Mercantile Bank, surrender to me. Any hope you have of capturing me instead will be futile. Yet I realize you won't be satisfied unless you try. All you superheroes think you lead a charmed life. Always the winner, never the loser. Very well. First, take a look at the golden statue that was a watchman. Then contact me at the Coast City Museum where I'll be with my gang looting and robbing. Ha ha ha. That's good. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. Thanks. I've been practicing. Yeah. For my birthday. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Then, as an angry and determined Green Lantern stares at the solid gold watchman in the Coast City Mercantile Bank. Uh, a confident gold face is speeding toward the Coast City Museum. And now, of course, everybody knows what's going on. There's, this is going to be a, fa- a showdown between gold face and Green Lantern because they've all heard of other fillings. So the people are saying, look, that must be gold-faced. Does he really expect to get away with that brazen robbery? The reason they're saying that must be gold-faced is because he's got a car shaped like Fort Knox, which also says Fort Knox across the front of the car. If he has the ability to turn everything into gold with his secret weapon, Thank you. why do you rob banks? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, maybe there's something more valuable than gold that he's after. Like what? Like fame. revenge on and Green fortune. Lantern. Fame and, and fortune. fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so police sirens wail as, uh, well, anyway, they're in pursuit. Yeah, they're in hot yeah, okay, pursuit. Well, there's nothing else to talk about there. Gold spray. He spray. sprays. He forms a golden barrier across the street. There's no way for the police to get him. It's up to Green Lantern now. Um, For a hero who's one of... A handful of weaknesses is the color yellow. Uh There's very little mention of that throughout most of this issue. Of his weakness being yellow. The reader is just, I mean, if this was your first issue of Green Lantern, you'd wonder why Green Lantern just doesn't send a big giant fist through that gold barrier or something. Exactly. I was thinking, um, because I I have read all uh, Golden Age uh, Green Lantern comics and such, and I don't, you know, like, we haven't read up to issue 48, right? Sure. So I I was reading this from the top thinking... Is it revealed yet that his weakness is yellow? Like, because I'm reading page after page, and the color yellow is never coming up as right. a weakness. You know, so that's fair, obso- uh, fair observation. There. Yeah. Um, now, Hal's getting mad because he had to break off his date with Zuzu, and when he gets mad, he wants to use his fists instead of his power ring. Mm-hmm. He flies into the museum. He finds these henchmen. In their red and blue, which he actually could easily use his ring, but he's going for the fist. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, he's mad, man. He's mad. He's got to hit something. So he's not only going to hit the henchmen, but these priceless artifacts in the museum, like this uh, ancient chariot, which he's going to send hurtling towards an ancient wall so, plaster of some Tableau, kind. Tab- tab- no. uh, fresco. Fresco. He sends the chariot into a fresco. Goldface is behind the fresco. It falls on him. It falls on him, and he's trapped mm-hmm. underneath the fresco. Uh, I've noticed that top um, where the top image there panel where uh, Goldface is leaning against it. It's a very feminine pose. See how the hand is, is like this? It is, and his f- costume, in fact, is a very... Blousy. Blousy. He's got, similar to Kang... The so, Conqueror, which or, probably predates Goldface. In fact, I'm sure. Or something you'd see one of the feminine um, evil villains wearing in Buck Rogers in the 21st century 1970 television show. Oh, no. They'd never have this much skin covered. <laughs> oh, when I was a child. Yeah. Oh, my God. Watching Wilma. I mean, I, I don't know what to do as a child. I was like, I, Buck Rogers and Wilma. I was just Who's like. Who's watching Wilma when Gil Gerard's on the screen? Well, because she, and, with her wonderful, beautiful hair and those lips of hers, they were always, like, they had so much frosty lip gloss on them. That comes from her Pearl Drops tooth polish. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, Goldfish's grudge fight against Green Lantern continues back and forth in the Hall of Romans, rages the fistic flood of battle as a 20th century gladiator fights for law and justice, unaware that his chief target has been buried under the stone screen. I'm really impressed with the artwork here. Sure, it's Gil Kane. Gil Kane does does, uh, torsos and motion Yes, really, really well. You don't see this in, forgive me, sorry listener, you don't see this drawn as well in Batman comics at all. No, why would you apologize? It's true. Well, because I know some, I, uh, there's at least one listener who's very particular about these sorts of things, and but I, I, I'll use my, my novice um, uh, uh, standing card here uh, in that like, oh my God, he just does this beautiful, beautiful, I mean, it's like Roman wrestlers you know, in, in mm-hmm. his excellent, excellent poses. Excellent drawing. I can't imagine anyone's going to argue with that opinion. Really? Yes. Okay. He's continuing to beat up on these henchmen who are throwing more ancient artifacts at him. He catapults over. He hasn't used his ring yet. Nope. He does a flying leap over some wooden barricade of some kind and does a flying kick into both of these henchmen at the same time, and then finally uses his ring to create a giant vacuum cleaner and sucks them up to take them to jail. He does say at the, at the bottom of that previous page, got them all without the help of my power ring. Like, mm-hmm. that's a thing? Like, that's a goal for him? Does he have, like, a to-do list and says, take down villains without power ring? Check. Well, no, he said earlier that he was getting so mad, and when he gets mad, he likes to use his fists oh, okay. instead of his power <laughs> <laughs> moments later. Long moments later. Because Green Lantern has taken these henchmen to jail. Goldface crawls out from underneath this stone slab. And uh, Angry is- worse than capturing my gang, he made me look bad. Mm-hmm. But I'll get him yet with a fate worse than death. Maybe he is after fame and fortune. Speaking of fame and fortune, Green Lantern's back on his hot date with Zuzu. Just in time for the premiere of the girl in the flying machine. Yes. Zuzu's very impressed that he went out and caught a crook just for her. Meanwhile, Tom comes and says, look at the marquee. It's changing. Yes. There are several letters being highlighted uh, so that we read Coast City Gold Mine will be mine. That's a message from Goldface. Right, and there's a sound coming, uh, it's being broadcast from the golden microphone. He says, that's a challenge, Giella. Summons to test your bravery once again against me. The microphone turned golden, cries out triumphantly, yes, Coast Gold, oh God, Coast City Gold Mine will be mine, and you can't do anything to stop me from stealing the vein of gold I discovered here. You think about be- God, the long monologue. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. He just challenges him. Come get me, is what he says. An unforeseen circumstance prevented me from joining the fight in the museum. Well, he was trapped under a slab of stone. But I'll more than make up for that if you still have the nerve to come after me. That's one thing you superheroes do have. Nerve, or should I say, gall. The unmitigated gall of you superheroes. Uh, GL apologizes to Zuzu. He's got to take off and miss the... uh, Premier, but he kisses her hand, and there's Carol, the hand green with jealousy. Hmm? 
Green Lantern flies off, off to the Coast City gold mine. Now you say, how could Co- Coast City have a gold mine? Well, it's in California. There's plenty of oh. gold in California, isn't there? Of course there? there is, yeah. So uh, Goldface has picked up a handful of new henchmen mm-hmm. who are down there in the mine with him. He's going to flood the walls of the mind with his special golden light, which, of course, will prevent Green Lantern from using his ring. And uh, but Green Lantern's going to just use the, what do you call this, cart? The trolley cart? Uh, mine cart. Mine cart. Mm-hmm. He's going to send that flying into the henchman uh, because he realizes now. This is the first mention we have that the yellow radiance filling the tunnel is nullifying the power of his ring. Yeah. Off he launches with more fisticuffs into these henchmen. Mm-hmm. He's going to bring the mine right down on top of them. Of course. And uh, Goldface says to Green Lantern, do you think law and order guys are the only ones who have courage? <laughs> no. Now, Green Lantern realizes he beat Goldface once as Keith Kenyon with Aquaragia. Indeed. To to dissolve his golden vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Knowing that he'd be facing Goldface again, he took some time out to prepare a solution of Aquaragia on the off chance I might not be able to use my power ring against him. Well, there's no off chance. You can't use your power ring against him. Because it's made of gold. So he's made some kind of little pellets of Aquaragia. (laughs) Pew! He throws it at him. He throws Pew. it at Goldface's face, and uh, it doesn't work. Nope. He's improved his elixir since he escaped from Hawaii jail, made it so powerful that it's imbued his body with a super auric energy, giving him awesome powers over gold. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern can hit and hit all he wants. Isn't the symbol for gold AU? Yes, auric means okay. golden. Okay. Now. Green Lantern thinks, has he stymied the power of my fists like he did with my ring? Let's find out. Yes, is the answer. Yes. Green Lantern's fists are no use. So what's he going to do? He rips loose a wooden beam and swings it at him like Willie Mays. That seems like not a great idea Mm -mm. because it's going to uh, bring the mind down on top of all of them. Indeed. So this is where uh, Goldface says that's it. I'm going to give you the gold's treatment. Yep. He sprays him with his gold dust. And what do you think happens? It's a solid gold green lantern. Gold lantern. Cat, what are you doing? What's it doing? He's getting his food out of his bowl and spraying it all over the room. That's what he does. Well, why? Why can't he just eat his food like a normal cat? I think cats are sloppy. What? I think Catra sloppy. I don't know. I don't know why he's tossing his food around. Well, he's about to bring that whole bowl down onto the ground. Do you want me to move it? No, it's fine. Hmm. So, Green Lantern has been turned into a solid gold statue. Woo-ah, Goldface <laughs> says. This does my heart good. And speaking of hearts, you have a gold heart now, superhero. Yellow and heart. Ah. <laughs> 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 It's a very feminine outfit for him, isn't it? It yes. It's, the, it's this. I don't know what that cut is. It's, it's like a, uh, almost like a poncho with like a belt, a, a belted poncho, a belted poncho. Yeah, tucked in at the like. Uh, what's that band? Don't you 
Forget about, about me. me. I don't remember that name. Of the don't, 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 don't. Simple Minds? Is that it? I don't know. I re- I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah. So when the Goldfaces mobsters recover, they carry out Green Lantern mm-hmm. back to Goldfaces chamber? Headquarters. Energy, headquarters. The auric energy chamber of the villainous Goldface. So they set Green Lantern down so he can always have him in view as he proceeds with his scheme to make himself the greatest criminal Earth has ever known. Then he says, now you men leave me alone. Green Lantern is beyond the power of fighting me, aren't you, Emerald Crusader? Oh, yes, I know you can hear me, for you are in an auric coma, a state of suspended animation. A auric coma. An auric coma, not auric. Auric is a vacuum cleaner. Auric is how you pronounce it. Well, if it was German, we would say Auric. Okay, well. So let's just all say it all different ways. Let's all just agree to disagree. Uh So, see, I'm fulfilling my part on our bargain. By pulling down this lever, I'm freeing the Golden Watchman, restoring him to his normal life. There, it's done. Now you're the only solid gold man in existence. Must make you mighty proud, eh? But, just then, with paralyzing swiftness... Green Lantern moves and punches Goldfish right in the face. The cracking of gold fills the room as Green Lantern bursts from his aureate prison. Now it's my turn to do a bit of capturing Goldface. Pow! Nice. Uh, So, well, they're punching and punching, and Green Lantern grabs that jetpack off his back. Which is actually just this, yeah, that... I don't know, spray paint cans? Spray paint, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goldface has some kind of golden spark flashes out of his helmet. Pew, pew, pew. Green Lantern says, what's he up to? Uh, Well, what he did is turned that tank into gold. Mm -hmm. So that's going to shield it from Green Lantern's ring, right? Right. Right? Yeah. Yes. So uh, he then starts... um, Pew-pewing. Yeah, um, pew-pew out of his helmet. Mm-hmm. And Green Lantern is ducking and diving and twisting away. Then he tries to pull off Goldface's helmet and is unsuccessful. Yep. It's held fast to his head. But you know what would be even better? What? If he just jammed his head into the wall. <laughs> Which is what he does. But there's no way to seem to get the helmet off. So then Green Lantern... Uh, notices that the brittle gold has warmed to room temperature and maybe he can use sort of it as a, as a sort of boxing glove. You know, uh, use gold around his hand as a way to to uh, break through the auric energy. Is gold auric pliable energy. at room temperature? Uh, well, if it, if the, yes, if the carrots, if the purity is high enough, it can be, I don't, I would say that's crazy talk. I mean, it can be flaked and it can be scratched and broken easily. Um, if, if the carrot's high enough, yes. I mean, if it's like a gold foil situation, maybe. Well, you can take, um, if you've got like a 24 carat nugget of gold, mm-hmm. you can... Um, I have one have, in the bedroom, you want me to get it? And you have a steel knife, mm-hmm. you can actually cut, you pull pull off the, pull off flakes of the gold with the knife. You can pull it off? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you can cut into it. I don't know how well, it's not like butter. I, I have a, I'm highly suspicious of this molding it around his hand, but okay. Anyway, he's going to keep punching. Uh, He can't hurt him with his fist or his power ring, but all that auric energy inside him should make him vulnerable to this gold I wrapped around my fist. Which is an excellent thing to do. He does punch him, and Goldface doubles over. Yep. And shoots himself in the foot. 
And yeah, with his helmet ray. And turns his legs into solid gold. Turns Which, his own legs to gold. How is that possible? Because it's all fueled by auric energy that's inside his body. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either, but... Uh, Goldface is trying to reach the lever which freed the Watchman, so he can free him his own legs. Which uh, Green Lantern does not allow. And that final panel there at the top of the page. Yeah. Where he's pulling that helmet off. Excellent artwork. He found a little trigger in the back of the helmet which controls it and allows it to be pulled off. Right. And then he uses the helmet to fire pew pew at... um, Goldface. Goldface. And turns him into solid gold. Filling up my life with auric energy. <laughs> solid gold. Uh, just as Green Lantern figured, the auric energy in Goldface's body makes him invulnerable to everything except the same auric energy. Mm. Now he's going to be the most expensive prisoner I ever captured. <laughs> Uh, soon afterward, in a Coast City Police precinct house to the Irish accent. Oh, glory be! Those hoodlums stole the solid gold statue! Yes, Green Lantern is pushing the hoodlums and the solid gold statue into the the hoosegow. <laughs> and he heads back now to the movie premiere. He's, He's not going to let Zuzu down. Oh, no. Uh, outside the theater is Thomas, standing on the curb. He couldn't see the movie because he's anxiously awaiting to find out what happened to Green Lantern. Start talking, Green Lantern. So Green Lantern fills him in quickly and uh, says, let's go to see the movie. And Tom says, no way. I'm not budging. I know you like to tell a story, always saving the way you escaped the trap until the very last thing. Now, how in the world did you escape from the solid gold statue that Goldface turned you into? Hmm. Well, let's find out. As Goldface aimed his spray gun at Green Lantern, he stepped back into the darkest shadows in the tunnel of the mine. He ducked behind the gold dust where it was spraying. He knows he can't use his power ring against Goldface because of the auric energy. So he uses his ring to solidify the air around his body. He's basically making like a little case around himself. A little hot pocket. (laughs) So that when the spray hits him, it's solidifying around the air pocket around his body. And all Goldface sees is the gold lantern. When the time came to burst out of his golden prison, he willed the power ring to turn the air around him very, very cold. Making the gold brittle. Yes. At the same time, his power ring would make the body cold resistant. Yes, his body. His body. All he had to do then was punch his way out. Simple. What a story this will make for Tom's Green Lantern casebook. And then Mm. they realize that the show's over. Yeah, the movie is over. Here comes Zuzu. And they're all going to relax at the supper club Mm. that everyone's going to. Like the Brown Derby. I wish. Mm -hmm. That actually, those booths do look like the Brown Derby. Or um, Perino's. (laughs) Well, Perino's is Joan Crawford's place. Right. No, this looks exactly like the Brown Derby when Lucy's at the uh, 
Round Derby and William Holden is there. Yes. That's exactly what those are. Oh, Viv, I've just got to meet William Holden. (laughs) That's my favorite episode. When William Holden comes over to the apartment and she puts a fake nose on (laughs) and he uh, goes to light her cigarette and sets her nose on fire. (laughs) 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 Oh, here comes the orchestra. Everyone's going to get up to dance. I guess Tom's got a pretty little girlfriend there. He does. And, uh... So Green Lantern's trapped. He's sitting in between Zuzu and Carol. Which one is he going to ask to dance? Zuzu. Zuzu. Is Carol ever sore about that? Yes. Well, Tom's thinking, has he really messed up? Because he loves Carol as Hal Jordan, not as Green Lantern. So since Carol loves Green Lantern and not Hal Jordan, by making Carol jealous of Zuzu, he's hoping that she'll turn to Hal Jordan for consolation and perhaps fall in love with him. Classic. Classic. Of course it'll work because 60s women (laughs) can't exist without a man. They're all inherently weak, right? Yes, and they can't live without a man. And so she's going to turn from Green Lantern right to Hal Jordan. Once again, we must disclose that this is not how we believe, but that is how they are portrayed in 1960s comics. Yes, correct. Now, what what about about, Goldface? What about him? Once Green Lantern pulled the lever that returned to normal, he was put into a solid gold jail cell. So much auric energy oozed out of me. It turned everything in here to solid gold. What irony. I've made the police department millions of dollars richer. And well, that's the end. they can't use the gold to spend it because yeah. then you could escape from jail. Also, why do criminals always get to wear their costumes in jail? I don't know. Why isn't he in like a stripedy gold outfit? Right. Right? Why gold? What just prison well, he, he turned it. he would have turned it gold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never understood that. Mm-mm. Just letting criminals wear their full costumes all around. Well, you know, there might be things hidden in it. Right? Well, I can understand Arkham Asylum. There might be a psychological element to allowing the prisoners to, not prisoners, uh, patients. Patients. To, to wear, wear their, their costumes. costumes. It might be jarring to them to have to wear regulation uniform. But this jail, city jail, they should be wearing stripy pajamas yeah. or, or a blue jumper or an orange jumper. Yes. Yes. Orange is the new gold. Mm. You know what they say? No. I uh, guess that's what they say. That's exactly what they okay. say. Okay. Well, what an exciting week. I loved it. And what an exciting time we're going to have next week. Are we? We are, because it's our 200th episode. That's the bicentennial. Wow. Well, it hasn't been 100 years, so it's not strictly a bicentennial, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah. It's fantastic. Terrific. Who'd have thunk it? I can't believe it. I can't either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have fun. We do. We do. We and uh, we'll have something very special planned for next week. As soon as I plan it, Hopefully you'll be the first I'll to be know. Hopefully fully recovered by then. My voice is still a little... I know. Still a little rough. Yeah. Well, it's the springtime. I know, right? You, having been born on the spring equinox, just like Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, yes. You've got to be... Ready for these spring allergies. Exactly. Well, that's what happened to me. That's why I got sick. I ran down south and just, uh, even though I was taking medicine, boy, it hit me hard and I got laryngitis, didn't I? That's why you should always stay away from the south. Exactly. You can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple 
what do they call it now? Apple Podcasts or whatever, no Stitchers, Sprinter, or wherever you find your podcasts. We're there. <laughs> We're there. Yeah, tell and, your friends. Uh, you can find us right back here next week for our 200th episode. Oh my God. Wow, that's great. It's terrific. Yeah. And you know what we say when we're done? Bye. Bye. That is getting better.